Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals, great deals on apparel and equipment, plus your chance to sink a putt for $100,000, and so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com. There's never a dull moment when it comes to Minnesota sports, whether it's on the gridiron. For the end zone, it's Jefferson who's got the touchdown. On the court. Edwards thinking three and popping a three. On the ice. It's Capri with an open net. Or on the diamond. Buxton hammers that to left field. Another Minnesota home run. Whether it's positive. I think this is a good enough roster to make the playoffs. Or negative. He's terrible. Awful. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Whether there's optimism. Hey, they might be able to even make it to a conference final. Or pessimism. Don't expect me to be super excited. I mean, I don't know. Does this really do much for anybody? There's always something to chat about. Shout out to Minnesota Sports Chat. Keep on being elite. If you're looking for fun, informative, discussion on all things Minnesota sports, you've come to the right place. This is Minnesota Sports Chat, and now, here's your host, Ross Brendel. Welcome inside edition number 155 of the soon-to-be award-winning, award-winning if only in my own mind, Minnesota Sports Chat. Holly Roberts from My Talk 107's Jason and Alexis in the Morning. In just mere moments, she is the, well, I'm appointing her as the correspondent slash expert, our pop culture correspondent slash expert in the world of sports. We did this about a year ago, broke format, just talked a bunch of random weird sports related stuff and we're going to do that again today get ready to talk nba jam and starter jackets for about the next 30 minutes on minnesota sports chat but first a reminder please rate and review minnesota sports chat wherever it is that you are listening to this mighty fine podcast apple and spotify the best ways to do that please tell your friends and family all about minnesota sports chat maybe send them the link of this podcast can now find the show on YouTube so you can see my ugly mug. You can see the nicer looking people like Holly on the YouTube machine. Thank you very much for being here, Holly. I appreciate it. I didn't realize we were doing video. I would have uh, put on some lipstick no. and uh, maybe bathed. You look <laughs> you look fine. It's a Monday. Uh, this podcast, uh, much like any podcast, has listeners all over the country. We should let them know that we are recording this on Monday, February 20th. The very first small wave of Snowmageddon 2023 has hit. Allegedly anywhere between 15 and 30 inches of snow by Friday morning. I look at it this way. If the best case scenario is 15 inches of snow... This week's going to suck. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's going to suck. And you and I, as, you and I, we have a lot going on here at the station that, I mean, I, I don't want to oversell what we do here, but oftentimes our being in the building is important and vital to getting things done. You have to be here. Yes. I don't have, have to be here, but moving stuff on my schedule is really hard to do. So welcome to Holly and Ross complain for the first few seconds of Minnesota sports chat, but please rate and review kindly and tell your friends 
all about this podcast. Please do. You know what? We're going to be okay, Ross. Even if we're if we're clenching through this week, we'll pull through. We're going to pull through. I mean, if it's going to snow a lot, let's talk about this for a second. Well, well here's the reason we have to talk about this, Ross, is because there is a probability that the snowstorm that's moving through the Twin Cities may dethrone. It may dethrone the Halloween blizzard of 1991 as the biggest snow event in the Twin Cities of all time. And this is where I was going, Holly. If it's going to snow a lot, then just snow a lot. You know, once you hit 16 or 17 inches of snow, Ah, does another 10 inches really, really matter? I think I heard this morning the most in a three-day period here in the great state of Minnesota. And again, apologies if you live in Florida and you have to hear about us talk about snow. We're not apologizing to them. There is no apology. If you're listening to this in Florida, I'm happy for you, but I'm also very envious of you. Yeah, they probably appreciate it. But if you're going to snow a lot in now late February, as believe it or not, no matter what happens this week, spring is on the way at some point. But if it's going to snow a lot, then just snow a lot. Let's shatter records. Yeah. So then we don't have to talk about the Halloween, the Halloween blizzard, blizzard of 1991 yeah. anymore. We can stop referencing that. We could say the Great President's Day Week blizzard of 2023. Yeah. And think about the stories we can tell. You'll be able to say, look, I had to, I couldn't even take my car in. I had to hop on uh, skis and, and cross-country skiing. Ross had to borrow the station vehicle because his clown car can't handle snow. There's just so many stories will be everybody for years in media has been able to talk about and everybody about the the blizzard of 91. Let's let's finally put it in our rearview mirror 31 years later. The blizzard of 2032. Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm already the, off on years. <laughs> Do you want to get into why I have you here? Our official pop culture correspondent, Holly Roberts from My Talk 107. Well, do you want the real, real version or do you want the kind of version that, you know, the real real, look, we're done with the Super Bowl. Okay, (laughs) we are we are done with football's greatest night and we have yet to move into the NCAA basketball tournament. March Madness. So we are in the in between. And so in the in-between of the sports world, you know, and Ross, you explained this to me, regular season play is happening with the NBA. Yep. It's happening with the NHL, just average games. Yeah, we don't really care at this yeah, point. Yeah, stakes are low. So the bar has been lowered below the stakes so that we can talk about starter jackets and NBA you jam know, today. <laughs> truth, be, truth be told, that's mildly true. But this is also very fun, random stuff to break to break uh, format with. So, so let's start with the Super Bowl. Actually, I saw this yesterday, and I'm going to pull this back up. I think it's fortuitous timing that this story would come up. You know, teams win Super Bowls all the time. You wouldn't know that in the great state of Minnesota. Oh, it's been uh, the Vikings last appeared in a Super Bowl more than eighteen thousand days ago, back in 1977, I believe. But yes. Other teams do go to Super Bowls. Some go to Super Bowls often. Yes. You know, like the same team, which to me is unfathomable. The Vikings can't even do it once in five decades. Other teams go back like two times in three years. The Chiefs have been to three of the last four. Well, long story short, as I'm starting to ramble, we all know I like to do that. Uh, there's something in New York. I didn't know this. You probably knew about it. You probably covered it maybe on my talk 107 fashion week in New York. Oh, Ross. Do you you know anything about fashion week in New York? (laughs) I'm assuming you know all about fashion week in New York. Fashion week happens in New York twice a year. 
happens for the well, fall. Well, okay, first the, off, then it should be Fashion Weeks. It shouldn't well, no, be Fashion it, Week. This is Fashion Week, uh, fa- New York Fashion Week, a number of Fashion Weeks that happen globally at this time of year. So there are Fashion Weeks, the big Fashion Weeks, Ross, happen in New York, London, Paris, Milan. This is where fashion designers present their fall-winter collections in the spring so that buyers can understand what the hot looks are going to be for the fall. And so by the time we want to wear sweaters again, uh, come August, September, uh, clothes will be on the racks and ready for you to buy. So the same thing happens in September, except they're selling you the spring-summer editions. But then let's not forget about Couture Week, which happens in Paris every July. And that means it's the hand-sewn, like extremely intricate, very expensive Clothing is uh, showed there. See, and then you said couture, and all I can think of, even though I watch no MMA, is Logan Couture, I believe, who's an <laughs> no. MMA fighter. See, so this is why no. I need you as the official pop culture correspondent to Minnesota Sports Chat. So why I bring this up is winning a Super Bowl is a big deal, and I think any any sport, when you win a championship, World Series, NHL, NBA, MLS, NFL, no different. Uh, The most recent championship parades we've had in town, Minnesota Lynx championship parades. Yes. So all that's set up to say this. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back, one of the running backs for the Kansas City Chiefs, skipped the Super Bowl parade for Fashion Week. And I'm not trying to, like, bash on Fashion Week. I would just, there's no guarantees he'll ever make it to another Super Bowl. Has he already made it to a Super Bowl? Has he already done yeah, a parade? I believe. I'd actually, you should let me look that up. See, that's, because that's, I need you for the sports that, see, information. Now that's, that's great. I believe he's <laughs> lost a Super Bowl. I don't oh. think he's. I don't think he was on their team that won. See, now I'm going to search. Do you know how hard this is? Clyde Edwards. Edwards Hilaire. It just that that's a great question, and actually, you may catch me in something here. If he has won a Super Bowl and went through a Super Bowl parade, well, then I just wasted everybody's time. So let me get to the bottom of this at this moment here. Please. Let's go ahead and look because at then, this Because then, you know, the logic being, sure. No, this, was his, this was his first Super Bowl. Oh, okay. No, so he wanted to walk the runways of New York Fashion Week instead. Uh, that, I'm I not, get it. I'm not saying that that's odd to me. I would just think you work your entire life these athletes put so much literally blood, sweat, and tears into what they do. They get the ultimate payoff. And then aside from the actual championship, I think most fans always remember the parade. It's almost just a step below winning the championship, right? He's not there. That just I'm not judging. I don't care. It's just that kind of threw me for a loop. Wait. But I'm assuming, and I don't know, the story didn't go super in-depth. I pulled this from CBS Sports. CBSSports.com, to be specific. I'm assuming there's a, some financial stake in this for him, or it's a it's a side career or something he's probably hoping to do long after football. Because the NFL money is nice. The NFL money, at absolute best, in the smallest of scenarios, is 20 years at absolute best. Most players, it's like five to seven years. So I get it. But uh, so Fashion Week's a big deal. I was underselling it already is what you're telling me. Fashion Week's a big deal. And it looks like now, according to this article at CBS Sports, I think that this also has something to do with it, is that he didn't play in the Chiefs postseason run. So maybe he didn't feel an emotional yeah, attachment. Bitter, maybe. maybe. Well, bitter. <laughs> or look, I didn't actually play 
in the Super Bowl. So it doesn't behoove me to participate in the parade. What does behoove me is walking in this runway show and visiting Daniel's Leather because this is the jacket provider to the stars. I see LeBron, <laughs> yes. I see yep. LeBron James here. Uh, I see lots of uh, different stars. And I'm just telling you, these coats look really expensive. So even if you could just get a free coat out of it. It's not walking the runway for Burlington. No shade. Am I am I missing? <laughs> hey, I've there have been plenty of jackets I have purchased at the Burlington Coat Factory Same. that that have withstood the test of time. Are there athletes in this town that I don't know about or that you can think off the top of your head that are pretty fashion savvy that you've maybe seen show up on any of the any of the the news services? I would say probably not because even if there were. We're flyover territory, right? Carl Anthony Towns could be dressed to the nines, and you probably wouldn't know it if he's at some event because they're just not going to talk about him because he plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves and not the L.A. Lakers who stole our Minnesota basketball team in the first place. And if they are flexing fashion, Ross, they're probably not going to do it in Minneapolis. Let's be clear. They're going to be doing it when they're going to L.A., when they're going to New York. I mean, here it's like you're going to be wearing your sweats, and people are going to be like, yeah. You made that for today. That's great. Good for you. So we started with that because of recency bias. Okay, the Super Bowl just happened. Let's, you know, get people in that way. Did you have any major halftime takeaways or commercial takeaways before we move on to what I think we're going to spend the bulk of the time on? Ranker has the top 30 starter jackets. And I love Ranker because obviously anybody could vote on it. But I, you go through and you look at these, there are some great jackets in the top 10. And I think you've even, you've even owned a few because we've talked about that in the past. But before we get to that, your thoughts on Rihanna at halftime. I can tell you my thought, and this won't surprise you. I'm kind of, I don't need the halftime show guy, just get back to the game. So I actually kind of hold judgment for the most part. If you like it, great. If you didn't like it, okay, whatever. I don't. Really care one way or another. I did think it was quite the power play for Rihanna to come out and announce I'm pregnant without having to say the words that I'm pregnant. I did think that that part was really cool. I found that cool. And yeah. I'm not the biggest Rihanna fan. Not anti her either. It's just not my not my jam, pun intended. Well, see, on the pop culture side of things, we actually referred to Sunday as, oh, are you going to watch the Rihanna concert? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the there Super you Bowl go. Was actually the Rihanna concert. She did fine. I, you know, I, there was a brilliant in as much as you were watching Rihanna perform, and there was a question of like, wait, what? Oh, uh, is she? What's going on here? I don't know. So I had two different judgments. One based on whether or not, based on whether or not she was pregnant. And I was like, look, if she's up on that platform and she's strapped in and she is with child, that would, kudos to her for pulling off that performance. But as far as the Super Bowl halftime shows throughout history, I thought it was decidedly in the middle. I'm glad she showed up, but I don't think we're going to be talking about it or remembering it much moving forward. Do you know what else I appreciated about it, though, was that she did it by herself? Oh, yeah. The only part that I was mildly bitter at is I thought Fox gave us a little bit of foreshadowing when they showed Paul McCartney in the first half. Because remember, <laughs> he did four or five seconds with uh, Rihanna and uh, and Kanye West. Yes. And I thought maybe that was foreshadowing Paul's done a halftime show. It's been about 15, 20 years, but he has. I thought maybe that meant he was going to show up and maybe do something for 30 or 45 seconds. 
or four or five seconds. Hey. Thank you very much. Because you know I'm a big Paul guy. I wasn't super disappointed. I just thought maybe that was some foreshadowing and obviously didn't happen. I made this joke last week on the pod. I'll make it again. Very grateful that the Super Bowl works with the U.S. government on basically, or the NFL works with the U.S. government basically on everything Super Bowl related. Because if they didn't, what are the odds that the U.S. Air Force would have shot down Rihanna over the stadium? I mean... You know, I think I have a rim shot for that, by the way. I do. There we go. There we go. go. I'm not advocating violence, by the way. I think people know that. That's just a really bad joke. (laughs) It's just a bad joke. Yeah, we didn't want it to see uh, Ross. You have speaking of Super Bowl and pop culture. Have you ever seen the movie Black Sunday? No. Should I? Um. Maybe. Uh, this is a movie that came out in the 1970s. Sorry to segue a little bit. Okay, no, that's fine. That's what, um, that's what a pod's all about. All we right. go all over. We're at the stream of consciousness, baby. Well, Black Sunday was a movie that came out in the 1970s, directed by John Frankenheimer. And it's about the Super Bowl and what happens if the Super Bowl was the target of violence. Oh, and wasn't there a Tom and, Clancy and book? Of, like, uh, There's another Tom Clancy book, Some of All Fears, I think starts or ends at the Super Bowl and you know it's a movie or a book because the Vikings are in it. <laughs> oh no! Where's your rim shot, Ross? Oh, oh sorry. Oh. oh no, I turned it down. Oh goodness. Sorry. Okay, carry on about this movie because now I'm interested. Oh, well, it starts Robert Shaw, uh, Bruce Dern, the father of Laura Dern. He okay. stars as a person who gets caught up. Uh, there are terrorists who want to attack the Super Bowl and they utilize the Goodyear blimp to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always, this is, no, I'm serious. This is one of those movies that was made in the 70s, and I'm always, I mean, there are some sociopolitical things and other, I'm surprised that this premise hasn't been rebooted in some way, shape, or form. But this movie has never been touched, and not a lot of people have even heard about it. Well, I'm going to add it to my list, because yes, I do have a list of things I need to watch at some point, and I'll have to source where I can find this. And it's again, very 70s. This one I'm actually not trying to make much of a joke about, Holly, but yeah. I'm now I'm intrigued by what you said because when I envision some sort of terrorist attack, couldn't you literally see it coming from miles away? It's a blimp moving at like the speed of three miles the per hour. The blimp. Yeah. Well, again, this is one of those pieces of pop culture that you're just like, huh, that's really interesting. And considering Hollywood's penchants for reboots and remakes, that this is one that just has been neglected and lost to time. So you could probably run it on Amazon. It's not, or maybe perhaps it's on one of those free streaming services like a Tubi or a Freevee Freevee or whatever they call it uh, because nobody wants to watch. You know where (laughs) I have a, do you know where I have a lot of success finding things on, believe it or not, is Roku channel. Really? Often has a lot of stuff buried in the annals of the Roku channel. So maybe that'll be a good place for it. I'm just realizing right now that I left my coffee at my desk, I believe. And that's really disheartening. But I, I not disheartening is my friends at Beans Coffee Company. I'm going to tell you all about them. I'm currently still sipping on the Profectus blend, which, again, I'm very disappointed because it's about 150 feet away from me sitting on my desk right now. It does me no good in this podcast studio at the moment. Don't miss out on all things Beans Coffee Company. Subscribe to their email newsletter. I tell you all about Beans Coffee Company 
each and every week, but the easiest thing you can do is sign up for that newsletter. And you're thinking, why do I want to sign up for another newsletter? Well, because subscribers, you receive advance notice on limited time sales, new releases, promo codes, more on that in just a moment, and so much more. You can sign up at coffeebybeans.com, coffeebybeans.com. Please do that. That would be a great favor to myself and Minnesota Sports Chat. While while you are there, you can sign up for a coffee subscription, which can be set up in one to eight week intervals, customized by bag size as well. Or you can order by the bag. Again, I love that Perfectus blend. The Mikado is fantastic as well. Use the promo code SPORTSCHAT. That's SPORTSCHAT at checkout. You'll save a little bit of cash. Beans Coffee Company, they ship anywhere in the U.S. with free shipping on all orders of $35 or more. Visit coffeebybeans.com today, coffeebybeans.com, promo code SPORTSCHAT. Okay, Holly, let's spend the rest of the time for the most part. There may be one other story we touch on really quickly. Apparently, NBA Jam was rigged against the Chicago Bulls, which I think is uh, kind of hilarious, the backstory there. But segue, Holly, Ranker says the best starter jacket is the Chicago Bulls red one. Your thoughts on that jacket. Remember that one? Completely agree with Ranker. The Chicago Bulls and the height of the starter jacket phenomenon, they were the goats. You know, the, yeah. this was early 90s, mid 90s Chicago Bulls. So we're talking Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, uh, Dennis Rodman. Look at um, you. Oh, so it, yes. So, of course, you wanted the Chicago Bulls. Who else was playing with the Bulls at that time? Uh, uh, Steve Kerr, who now wins NBA championships almost every year coaching the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Former Minnesota Timberwolf Luke Longley was on some of those teams. But you hit the big three. Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan's really all that people remember. Bill Wennington as well. Tall, white, kind of goofy-looking center guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Classic yeah. 90s hair. <laughs> Very yeah. much so. Yeah. So, right, of course, the Chicago Bulls, they were at their zenith, and you want a piece of merch, specifically a starter jacket. Now, I am looking at the starter jacket that Ranker is putting up, and this was yes. this was more of a late model starter jacket because, see, <laughs> there were different starter jackets, Ross. Yeah. Again, and- this is Holly Roberts from My Talk 107, and she can legitimately go all day long with you talking about starter jackets, which I Love, yeah, because there were the <laughs> there were the starter jackets that you pulled over your head, yes, and yep. that had the word the words of the team on the front flap. Yep, those were like the legit cool ones. Yeah, you were a cool kid if you had that version of the starter jacket because that meant you were on trend before the trend hit mass. This pullover starter jacket was like the year later where they had the graphic for the team's uh, symbol. On the flap of the front, that one was okay. Yeah, actually, that one was so, okay. Because look, let's see. Yeah, the other ones on here, Holly, and maybe if you want to go in order of ones that mm-hmm. you like. But here's the crazy part: I don't remember. Again, Ranker says the the best starter jacket of all time. I guess is the Chicago Bulls. Is that the word that they're using? What do they say at the top here? They say the best starter but, jackets from the nineties. And, and again, I can get behind it, but I, honestly, the ones that are two, three, and four. I can tell you, I think they're all better, at least of the images that they're showing. Two, three, and four. We've talked about this before. That Charlotte Hornets jacket oh, is a beautiful. Yes. That's number two. Yes. Number three is the Miami Dolphins. You claim you own that at one point. Do you I, still have it? I don't. And here's the thing about my Miami Dolphin starter jacket is that I had the one 
that fully zipped up, so it wasn't as cool as the pullover Miami Dolphins starter jacket, which is being shown here. Mine was like second tier because it was just like I couldn't get my hands on the coolest one. How do you feel about winter jackets as far as zip up, button up, or pullover? Because I'll be honest, I'm lazy. I have jackets that are zip or button, and I leave them like half zipped or half button just so I can throw them on over. I hate having to struggle with the zipper. I actually think it's easier just to throw the jacket on over top. I think Starter was on to something in the 90s. I have my level three coat that goes down to my ankles right now, and I zip it all the way up. <laughs> I am not messing around. In fact, I'm still, hey, if any of your uh, listeners know where I can find an ankle length North Face Puffer 700 black, you just send me a line. Because I'm desperate for that jacket. (laughs) Holly D. Roberts on all the socials. Holly D. Roberts. Uh, That jacket might save your life this week if you get caught outside. So just a heads up on that one. I'm going to use a Wayne Gretzky quote saying you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So Look at you. You always (laughs) tell me you don't know a lot about sports. Then you come in here, you... Talk about all the great starter jackets. You're dropping Wayne Gretzky quotes. It it stays in the brain. Well, look, number four or number three on this Miami Dolphins. Not only cool with the Dolphins, but they had Dan Marino. Yes. And they yeah. were pretty hot at that time. San Francisco 49ers. The same. That 49ers jacket is gold. Like to me, that is peak nineties. I think of they only won one Super Bowl in the nineties, but the Niners were one of the faces of the NFL at the time. Oh my gosh. And you would see people wearing that jacket all the time. And even as a youngin in the mid-90s, I was somewhere around 10, give or take, depending on the year, right? Even I would look at those people and go, it's 51 and rainy. Why are they wearing a starter jacket? <laughs> you know, like, it's it's fine outside. You know, we're from Minneapolis. Yeah. But they were wearing it because they knew it was cool. Also, they're wimps and they think 50 degrees is cool outside. Yeah, but it's damp in San Francisco, Ross. It is damp. That is a cold 51. But yeah, you had the Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jerry Rice. That was that 49ers. And so it was like, yeah, I'm going to rep that team. Number five, equally cool in the 90s, Orlando Magic. Orlando Magic. Yep, they had Shaq before... Well, Shaq was probably, he was becoming Shaq. He was a great player, but he wasn't what he became with the Lakers. Penny Hardaway as well. Remember the Sprite commercials with Penny Hardaway? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then here we go. Our first uh, collegiate entry, number six, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah, that's a beautiful jacket. Yeah. Again, if you want to see this complete list and vote yourself, you can just Google Ranker 90 starter jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the San Jose Sharks are the first NHL team to appear. Well, because they were new in the 90s. Yep, they were I, new it, in the 90s, and hockey was big in the 90s, much bigger than it is now. Mm-hmm. I thought the San Jose Sharks were so cool because my grandparents lived in San Jose. So then the Sharks were a thing, and it was like, yes, I'm going to rep, even though I have never been ice skating in my entire life. Do do you know the way <laughs> to San Jose? Jose? That's about all I can tell you. I do know San Jose. It sounds like you're more of a California expert than I am. Uh, hockey's done very well in that market. A lot of warm weather cities it hasn't done so well in. San Jose, Where I th- why I think it's done well to interject a little bit of sports talk here is, to my knowledge, San Jose is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like I mean, it, it's it's if, if, as I've been told, it's a couple hours each direction from other big cities, right? It's like about an hour south of San Francisco. So that whole part of the Bay Area has just become one metroplex kind of uh, 
situation. So, so, so to me, what you just said there kind of makes sense as to why people would gravitate towards that, even though it's a huge area. In the San Jose area, there's no real other sports teams that you can follow and claim are your own. Yeah, no, because... So that's probably why it's worked out. Right, exactly, because then you'd have to go to San Francisco and you'd have to be a Giants or Golden State or um, the the 49ers. Why would you ever go to a Phoenix Coyotes game when they have Phoenix Suns, they have the Cardinals, I almost call them the Phoenix Cardinals, that's a 90s throwback. Also now the Arizona Diamondbacks, yeah, NHL and... Arizona doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Speaking of Phoenix, Phoenix Suns are number eight. The Dallas Cowboys are number nine. And I'll say this, in this top ten on ranker, at least per ranker, the only one I really probably disagree with is the Chicago Bears. And that's mainly just because I don't like the colors. It's not even an anti-Bears thing. I'm pretty neutral on the Chicago Bears. I just don't love that color scheme for the most part. Yeah, do you think that was a holdover from the Chicago Bears 80s, 80s heyday, yeah. where just, it was like a little bit of bleed into the early 90s? It's a great, great point. Uh, here's one I didn't really think would be this high up. The Kansas City Chiefs, your Super Bowl champions. The Detroit Lions are 14th. That's the highest they've ever been in anything. Oh, I was going to say team loyalty. <laughs> we love our team so much. Oh. That's what it is. I mean, what, uh, they have not won a playoff game, I believe, since 1959. Oh, so, Are you serious? De- dead serious. Oh, bless it's, their hearts. It's either they haven't won one since 1959 or they haven't had a home playoff game since like 1959 in incredible if you think about it uh the dirty packers are 15 we won't ramble through all these actually maybe we'll leave it there just because it's easiest yeah. i don't have to flip pages but uh, i actually mildly thought the minnesota vikings one might be somewhere on this list yeah i'm shocked that teams like the new york knicks yeah. didn't make an appearance i mean I the mean, yankees did they were ranked um where are they number the, 12 do you think it's possible the Knicks fans are just they they've given up kind of like Timberwolves fans they're just so so apathetic they're not even going to rank or to vote on starter like, jackets yeah, anymore. I don't really care. Okay. Here's one more quick one for you then we'll we'll both get out of get out of here and start boarding up the building for Snowmageddon. Uh hopefully it's not as bad by the way as they're claiming but again like I said if if the downside is 15 inches it's probably not going to be a fun one. Uh I sent you a story and I, I think you saw it. I think you went through and read it about NBA Jam potentially being rigged. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not, you know, I, I wanted to download some audio, but I got sidetracked this morning. The interviewer, the interviewer, the creator of NBA Jam was interviewed a few years back, and he's a big uh, Detroit Pistons fan. And he basically came out and said, yeah, you know, the game was rigged, not necessarily when you were playing it, but if you were just watching it play each other or when it would just simulate or there would be outcomes, that Detroit would almost always beat Chicago because, remember, in the 90s, Chicago was running the NBA, especially in the early 90s, and it often always came at the expense of the Detroit Pistons. So here, owner and creator of NBA Jam basically says, here is my chance to get back at the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to be vindictive, and I'm going to rig this game so the Pistons are better then the Chicago Bulls, and I love it. I love pettiness. I love vindictiveness, especially when it comes like in the world of sports. Yes. I, I think this is brilliant, and it's a great game. I love this level of pettiness, <laughs> that it's only unearthed 30 years after the fact. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally did that. I mean, why would you not wield your power? If you could. Yeah, in I any mean, way, why not? Yeah, and again, if this was, you know, the NFL equivalent in 2023 and the Minnesota Vikings kept on winning, we'd be like, look, 
Petty Queen will love it when it happens. <laughs> oh, man. When I'm 97 and the Vikings finally win their first Super Bowl, and at this point, Green Bay will probably have 10 championships. Oh. I, you don't think I'm going to rub it in their face that the Vikings finally won one? Now, they'll be able to come back and say, well, we still have more. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But I just want my one day. Just that's, all I, that's all I want is my one day. Isn't that all we want, Ross? Just our one, our one day. Our one moment of being able to say, eh, Shove it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, just, I don't care what you have to say. The other thing that I found very interesting here was the creator said that Shaq bought two NBA jams. And when I say NBA jams, I mean like the one you would see in arcades. Not like for the Sega Genesis. Shaq bought two of these things. And they would take it on the team plane. So he's telling the story of... Just envision this in like 1993, 1994, you have the Orlando Magic landing in, I don't know, we'll use, we'll just say they're playing the Timberwolves and they're getting off the plane and they're wheeling off this gigantic NBA jam machine onto the tarmac and then they're somehow getting it to their team hotel and they're playing NBA jam. That's just, a flex. That just seems like simpler times and a, and, and a great flex. Yeah. Holly, I think that's all that I have for you. We'll have to break format again real soon. Uh, make a promise to me that anytime anything sports-related comes up that crosses over into pop culture, you're maybe doing it on a dirt alert, yourself and Alexis Thompson or Jason Matheson or, heck, maybe it's Perk when he pops in. Anytime you're talking sports stuff, I want to know about it, and I want to know about it on this pod. So you are now the official pop culture correspondent of Minnesota Sports Chat, so we'll have to do this more than just our once-a-year break format. Got it. Is there anything you would like to tell to the masses about your time here, how much fun this has been, what you think of this podcast? Smash that like button, give it five-star review. Yes, sports! Balls! I think one of my... Yay, balls! I think one of my favorite things that anybody says about podcasts or youtube smash that like button that's right smash like that and subscribe, subscribe baby i love it holly d roberts on the twitter machine yes 6 a.m to 9 a.m on my talk 107 uh are you still doing the trivia thing do you care to throw that yeah, out there trivia mafia every wednesday you can also read articles. I write at Nikki That's right. Swift. I write at Looper. I'm all over the place. Come find me. I got to come see you do trivia. I've been telling you for two years now that I'll do it. And I will. My buddy lives right in your area. Yeah, so but it's, don't it's do it this happen. week, okay? <laughs> don't worry about it. Is it, it still happening this week? For now? <laughs> TBD. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Roberts, ladies and gentlemen, from My Talk 107. This has been edition number 155 of Minnesota Sports Chat. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting Beans Coffee Company at coffeebybeans.com. Thanks to Holly for her time, and thank you so much to you each and every week for making time for Minnesota Sports Chat. That does it for edition number 155. I'm back again next week. Thank you so much for listening.